everybody. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, Season 3, Episode 11, Act 36, Infinity 10, Upper Atmosphere. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about our thoughts and predictions for the future. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes. You know, I have to say this. So the the intro that we have playing right now is the first intro from this season, the first version of this song, which I like the instrumentation on the most. Even though I like the vocals on the current version the most. Yes. So like if I yeah 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 Momoclo who sang Moon Pride. So like if we could get a mashup of like this instrumentation, (laughs) like the full orchestra with Momoclo, like I feel that would be ideal. Get Linked Horizon to do like a sweet guitar bridge. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I don't know if any of uh, if you guys have listened to the full version of this song, but there is a sweet guitar riff. Nice. Like Alam, like that was what was so great about Moon Pride was like the the electric guitars mm-hmm. and like they are in this song. They're just not right now. They're not anywhere <laughs> near the beginning or anything that we hear in the intro of the show at all. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show. Thank you, everyone who listens to us on iTunes. Your feedback means so much to us. So if you are listening on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review in the iTunes store. It makes us look good. And if you do, you'll get a shout out on the show like some people will get later on in this episode because we do have some new iTunes reviews. Ooh. Also, if you are listening on iTunes, remember you can always watch us live on YouTube on Monday nights at 10. It is a blast. We love hanging out with you guys. Thank you, everyone, who's in the live chat right now. And remember, you can also tweet at us throughout the show, throughout the week, using that hashtag, ABTVSMC, if you have stuff you want to tell us. I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife. And I have my lovely panel of ladies whose names begin with M. Marquita McCarty. Uh, yes, that's me. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y, and Snapchat, Dark Thunder. <laughs> and you should find her on Snapchat. It's like her natural habitat these days. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and the lovely Megan Salinas. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and in, uh, and Instagram at the Penguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am not advanced enough for Snapchat yet. <laughs> well, you have so much fun. I actually have to admit, guys, I had Snapchat and I deleted it because I was just annoyed that I kept getting notifications from Snapchat. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't want Snapchat to notify me unless I am like physically looking for snaps. And I just, I don't quite get it yet, guys. I think I'm too old for Snapchat. (laughs) I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yes, thank you guys uh, for your lovely uh, compliments on my outfit. This hat was a real a real find. I got it on Amazon.com a, a while back. Nice. It, your entire ensemble is just fantastic. Well, I just Love felt it. like, uh, well, number one, Sailor Venus is my favorite Sailor Guardian anyway, and she mm. is the guardian of love, and I just felt like the world needed a little... Extra love right now, Absolutely. so I just Absolutely. always. I just the world went, always needs some. It extra does. Love. It does need a little extra extra yeah. love, and there was certainly a lot of love and feeling in this episode. So, so much <laughs> love and feeling, yes. just a hot oh, mess. This man, week. it oh, really man. was. Chibi and uh, Utaro had me like. Uh. I know. I know. Yeah, it seems like most of the uh, people on Twitter as well went through a wide range of emotions. Yeah, <laughs> throughout. Um, Farah, I believe I'm saying. Yeah, that. Farrah. Farrah. Yeah, Farrah. yeah. Uh, I went through a wide range of emotions watching the latest Sailor Moon, and then it's just a string of emojis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I oh, think man. that really covers it for me because it's like I was watching, I, I was rereading this manga act like at work in the break room, and I, my eyes started tearing up because it just it's such. It's such a powerful episode. It's such a powerful story mm-hmm. to watch the struggle of Hotaru within Mistress Nine and how ultimately it is the fact that Hotaru has experienced the feeling of love that allows her to break, to number one, still retain some control over her body, which is now the vessel for Mistress Nine, and mm-hmm. then to ultimately break free of that and protect the souls that Mistress Nine is trying to, like, swallow to power up. Like, in the end, like, Hotaru feels love, and she ends up being stronger than Mistress Nine because of it. And how about where it's like, uh, it's like, oh, so I don't have my... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dad, and then he like fades off, and yeah. so I just have, I just have me, and it's like I don't oh have any. She's yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. just has her. She just has her, but she is still a sailor guardian. Even though she doesn't know it yet, right? Know right, it. but she's got. She's it. sensing but, this power but, within when her. When it comes to that, it reaches she out. feels compelled to like protect them, even though she doesn't know she she's doesn't, a sailor she doesn't, yet. She, and she doesn't really awakened. know them. She yeah. doesn't really know she's them. Let's met be honest. Them and she, she knows, knows that Chibi. they're Chibi Use's friends, yeah. and so she's like, okay, I should help these people who yeah. are, yeah. you know. Bet. She basically sacrificed the last bit of strength that she had because she's a floating soul. To save she all of the tutorials to this have point. that moment with Chibi Usa. I know. It's just like, I know. Oh man, it's like, yeah, I love you too. I, I love you too. <laughs> I love you. Oh man. And then she's, they were reaching well, for each other. And then, uh, no! That no. reach. That reach, and then oh, Mistress Nine, who is terrifying. Oh my terrifying. god! Yeah, actually, uh, in in the chat, I can't remember. Let me see what if I can find who it was. Thing? Yeah, it was basically. Could we have done um, that eye thing? She was a chameleon. What, She's like, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up my back. I mean, granted, there were a few kind of questionable animation moments where I was looking at like Sailor Moon's eyes and going, "That doesn't look quite right either," but it's not going every which way. <laughs> Yes. Mm. Yeah, someone in the chat was saying they're like, I couldn't tell if Mistress Nine's eye animation was like crazy good and scary or if it was like a mistake and just silly. Oh, it was uh, Last Haven 7. I feel like it was very disturbing and very intentional. I'm I'm kind of right there in the middle. Okay. Because a lot of times when you see something that is scary and uncomfortable or in the uncanny valley sort of region, uh, you do kind of laugh because you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I I, I found myself laughing. Mm -hmm. I was just like... What you know? I think what I think would what I what I felt <laughs> like would have been more scary is if like this was a doll whose eyes were going every which way, right, right. Um, because it was a person, it kind of looked weird. But I I think that's part of the point is that this body is just it's just that it's just a thing. It actually is a vessel. Yeah, it yeah. just wants to you know, burst free with this, like, reptilian Like, face go thing. on, like, Men in Black, Edgar Bug, like, <laughs> yeah, just rip it away. Yeah, we have skin. sugar water. Um, Jonathan Ofala in the chat said it was getting Evangelion level of weird with those eyes. <laughs> and somebody else I, earlier in the chat, because people, we have a, we always have such a wonderful group of people on our, on our chat, very, very active, and uh, mm-hmm. they usually show up about 20 minutes before we go live or so, and people mm-hmm. were like, did I just watch an episode of Sailor Moon or was that Evangelion? <laughs> like, in terms of the nice. level of like nice. emotional turmoil and the weirdness with Mistress Nine and and a, and a real giant monster. I, I oh feel like yeah, for the most part like occasionally Sailor Moon will have like an incorporeal like weird blob of energy of dark energy sort of thing that they have to take down. I don't think we've seen like giant monster bad guys since Huge. Queen Beryl in the nineties anime. Oh and yeah, since how- Beryl Talia. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> and how about the fact that when uh, Mistress Nine or whatever it's called, it's going to call itself something else. Yeah, the diamond form. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to call itself something else. How about when it fully formed, then Hotaru disappeared? Oh, yeah, like that last burst. Yeah, of the thing. it was like it, it was like her as long as her body was still somewhat alive. Because this is the thing: is in the manga and in Crystal, and, and people were addressing this in the chat as well. Like basically, Mistress Nine. So in the 90s anime, Mistress Nine, like, that is her final form. Is that is that adult lady mm. with the sort of low-cut yeah, dress, it's, so it's a little uncomfortably sexy. Yeah. It's by consuming yeah. the purest heart right. of whatever right. that she Right, right, right. How very dark lady of them. Very, very, uh, very <laughs> black dark. lady of yeah. them. Black oh, lady of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you have to put the emphasis on lady, because otherwise it's borderline. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> but Mistress Nine in... In this version, I think they make it quite clear that it, she, like, it is the daimon manipulating 
Hotaru's body into like something else, yeah. like a puppet. Yeah, it's like, and this is just a stage towards the final evolution, which we ultimately it's see. It's like uh-huh. a metapod. Yeah. She <laughs> hasn't emerged as a beautiful butterfree yet. Yeah. Uh, something that Shaded Gamer uh, said, just like, I can't wait to talk about that pink sugar heart attack. Oh. Okay. That was the strongest that she's ever done. I know. I will say my one minor disappointment with mm. this episode was pink sugar heart attack. Not the After Effects animation of it when she like sneak attacked Diamond <laughs> Mistress Nine from behind. That was yeah. amazing. The strength of it in that animation was incredible. It was the stock footage. I felt oh. like they needed to redo the animation like, for that and be like, like they did real this, yeah. for the other ones. I mean, yeah, with, yeah we got um, Coconut Cyclone. Uh, yeah, it just time. didn't. It didn't pack as Wink much of a punch. Yeah. yeah, like like when they go all uh, Hotar, uh, Hikaru using the the space sword. It is you know, and when they use the recycled footage, it looks great. But then when they decide, hey, no stuff is real, we're gonna have her use the sword but it but we're not going to use the the recycled animation like it's like oh man this packs a really extra punch yeah. yeah. Uh, Emily asks why, or M, yeah, Emily, lots of Y's and L's and things in the chat asks, mm-hmm. uh, how does the attack, meaning pink sugar, heart attack, work on Telu? Uh, not work on Telu, but it works on Mr. Sign. It's because Chibiusa leveled up, guys. Come on. She definitely like, did. Even, even before definitely ultimately did. transforming into Super Sailor Chibi Moon, which she did in this episode, which was amazing. Um, yeah. She still, she was in a place of, like, she just had this terrible tragedy happen to her where, like, she lost this girl who she loves, be it be it platonic or romantic, however you choose to see it. This, yeah. you know, there is a love connection between Chibusa and Hotaru, and so she, it, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, you know, you you uh, you lose a loved one, and instead of letting it destroy her, she's letting it motivate her. She's right. like, I, I can fight. No, I have to fight. Yeah, yeah. Love, my love life. makes you stronger. And when you think about it, while she was laying there, she had Hotaru's love, you know, enveloping yeah. her and energizing her, and she had Mamachan right there yeah. also, yeah. you know, uh, that other connection. Absolutely. So, yeah, of course she's yeah. supercharged. And, and, then, and then even Momo-chan even says, oh, I feel overpowered. Yeah. So it's like if he got yeah. some of that overflow, then you know she was coursing with it. Exactly. And, and I mean, and Thomas Vaccaro in the chat points out, which is a fair point, um, that, you know, at that point as well, Mr. Stein had already been attacked by all of the inner guardians who had just had their souls returned to them. And they were, I just feel like Hotaru powered everybody up, mm-hmm. you know, with, with, cause this is the thing is, like I said, it is about this, this little girl, this soul that is trapped inside of a body that she already wasn't completely in control of because she was a cyborg. So she never really even felt at home in that body. In her skin, when yeah. you think about it, like practically all her life has been other people doing things to her. Yes. Like her, her father. Oh, Professor Toma. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's oh, dead boy. now. It's I fine. know. Such a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, like him, like everything that he was doing, um, you know, Pharaoh 90, Master Pharaoh 90. Yeah. Um, her being vesselized. Were in, in, and then on top of that, you have Mistress 9, bursting forth. It's like she hasn't been able right. to even be herself. Right, totally. And so... Everyone's just seen her as a tool. And yet she still sacrificed. Yeah. She still sacrificed for these people that were, you know, and they were Chibiusa's Exactly. Friends. And finally, in this episode, she realizes that she is an individual and she does have her own power because she feels love. And, and um, uh, you know, that that's what makes Hotaru so powerful here. And uh, Omar in the chat says, uh, agrees with us that it, that, you know, everybody was, like, powered up by Hotaru, particularly Chibiusa, which made Pink Sugar Heart Attack so much more powerful. Not only Chibiusa's own emotional response, but physically being empowered by Hotaru's soul, who finally was able to, like, claim being herself and not just being manipulated by people yeah. you know and it was just so freaking powerful in this episode to watch her struggling inside of Mistress Nine and every time Mistress Nine tried to you know con- to transform into the full diamond version she's like absolutely not you do right. not get to use the power of the silver crystal I'm going to protect this she's Stole it. She <laughs> yeah, got it she like, away from it's her. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Mistress Nine swallowed it, incorporated it into the body, and Hotaru's like, uh, no, I don't think so. Dibs. Yeah. This <laughs> and this crystal are coming with me. Guess yeah. what? These four souls, too. 
Bye. Yeah. Well, exactly because because Mistress Nine's response when she couldn't transform because Chibiusa was protecting the soul, uh, the Hotaru was protecting the soul of Chibiusa and the Silver Crystal. Mm-hmm. Her response was, "Well, I'm just gonna take the souls from all the inner guardians who are like passed out mm-hmm. on this top of the building over here." I'm like, look at that free souls. Free souls. They're <laughs> mine now. And then Hotaru's like, "Nope." <laughs> just save one, get the other four. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then mm. when she like. It, yeah, and basically, when she's like, "I will never let you be in control. You will never defeat oh, me." It's so good. Yeah. yeah, but then she had to, she had to, you know, disengage from her mm-hmm. own body just mm-hmm. to be able to save everybody else. Yeah. And then, how about uh, Junkie Mistress Nine or, or Daimon <laughs> Mistress Nine? Where as soon Kaiju as she Mistress Nine, Ka- Kaiju Mistress, <laughs> ah, like that. Uh, but when she realized that Sailor Moon had, you know, legendary silver crystal, mm-hmm. she was like, <laughs> like oh, "Oh, I need it! That's I need so it!" Oh, ah, I see it. Like, oh, that is no. so, that was, that so was true. horrifying. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she was like, "No, I need no, I need this to live." Yeah. Um. No. I first of all, I'm all about the the inner battle trope of like when yeah. somebody's mm. body has been taken over and it's that inner conflict. I love absolutely, and I I love seeing different ways that that's played up and seeing yeah. different ways that artists and filmmakers and television makers can play around with that particular trope and and the thing about this whole episode not just that trope is that we joke all the time on this show about the power of love and it saves the day and the power of love nobody dies because of wibbly wobbly timey wimey and love (laughs) but like that does not in any way detract from like how moving and wonderful this episode was and how fulfilling this particular character arc was. Yeah, and I I mean, and on top of that, I think that another thing that I I really appreciate about the manga and about Sailor Moon Crystal is the fact that what is fueling Hotaru's battle, what what, what she acknowledges in this episode is this love that she's feeling for Chibiusa so that in that moment where she's saying, you know, my dad is gone, I have nothing left, mm. what am I fighting for? And she realizes that it's her love for Chibiusa that's keeping her going. Because at the end of the day, like, her dad was not a good person. You know what I not mean? Anymore. He wasn't. Not yeah. He was a horrible man. Yeah. He wasn't. And, no. and, I, and I like that Sailor Moon is not afraid to go, you know what? sometimes there there are like bad and negligent parents and but just because your family isn't fulfilling the love that you should be getting as a human doesn't mean that you don't deserve love and that you can't branch out and find it elsewhere you know because yeah. ultimately it's like sailor moon the whole story is about the love between all of these women yeah. And, not, yeah. you know, some of it's romantic, some of it's platonic. Yeah, it, they are a family. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it is. I mean, they, they have this intricate, expansive past, but also they choose to be a part of each other, to be in each other's lives. Even the outer senshi, uh, which, by the way, like this entire time, they're holding that barrier. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Hard, hard <laughs> Otherwise, the entire planet would have gotten engulfed in, like, weird purpley goo stuff yeah, to be terraformed. Just... That was weird. Yeah, Master... Uh, Pharaoh, I don't want to Gak. Omar in the chat says, uh, OMG, when Hotaru said to Chibiusa, I love you, I almost cracked and broke down. Omar, to you, I say, I was already sobbing, and it was like a moment of like, I was already crying, and I was like, <laughs> it, was, it was guys, and I'm glad nobody was with me when I was watching this, because it was like Claire Danes, ugly crying, like, yeah. It was, the, it, this, yeah. Is, this is one of the few shows where I sit back, and especially an episode like this, where I sit back and I'm like, how is something ostensibly so dark and like I don't I'm trying to figure out the right word but something so dark also be covered in so much sparkly glitter and I know I know because how how can it be so dark and cheesy good because it's such a it's so sad because basically like Hotaru's soul shows up to Chibiusa to return her Mm -hmm. soul to her 
And, you know, Chibiusa wakes up and initially she sees Mamoru and then she realizes Hotaru's there and they talk and Hotaru's like, this might be weird because we're both girls, but I feel like we were destined to meet each other and, and mm-hmm. Chibiusa's like, I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> and then the reach. I know, in the reach, the exactly. Reach. But then, like, to go with sparkly yeah. paint water, then, like, I think the next scene, you've got Luna um, with her little paws. <gasps> oh, I've got this computer. I'm typing. Yeah. yeah. I'm helping. Got little so cat cute. on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like keyboard cat. It's like, why are you trying to break me? Why are you trying to break me, Sailor Moon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it, it, again, it's, and it ends with them being like, with Chibiusa being like, oh, if, like, Otaru was destined to... Like, have her be robbed of her body and return my soul to me. Like, this, this was destiny. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. This is I mean, the worst. this sucks big time for Sailor Saturn. I mean, I everybody has their tragic stuff. I mean, Sailor Pluto. Oh my, standing at the door of time for all time, and you're a secret. Even but it's when like, ostensibly you being there does nobody any good. Yeah. Like you're still dedicated to your station. <laughs> I, I still, I still want to see like if there's. I think I brought it up before. Uh, fan fiction with uh, Sailor Pluto and her adventures. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows anything with that, send me the link. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very interested. You know what? I'll write it myself. Yeah, um, she but just yeah, into a blue box and goes off. And yes, adventures. she does. Um, but yeah, with uh, Sailor Saturn, she she just got the short straw. She did. She had the short straw of everything. I mean, the outer sense she want to kill her. Yeah. I mean, she isn't in control of her own body. No. She loses her dad, even though he's a bad man. Well, yeah. you know, and and it's like, but she still does the. And you were talking about tropes earlier. Uh, sacrifice. That does it for me uh, every time. Yeah. That yep. self-sacrifice time. Uh. That's why I love Doctor Who so much. Yep. Well, one of the many yep. reasons. Sailor <laughs> Saturn, you uh, got me. Dorothy Banks says, uh, Madoka prepared us for this arc. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the difference is, uh, and that's another one where you could say, oh, it's dark, but also covered in glitter. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, Madoka is dark, and it's like, but it's Evangelion-style yeah, dark. It's yeah, it's creepy sure, and dark. Here, yeah, sure, there's glitter here, but mm-hmm. not like the cheesy... There's greatness in Sailor. Yeah, there's really yeah. only glitter in the opening num- in the opening credits, and then you're like totally duped. You're like, this is gonna be a cute magical girl show. No, mm-hmm. nope, nope. <laughs> Episode three, no, oh, no. Yep. It is and then not. you see the real ending theme, and you're like, what have I gotten myself into? But guys, watch Madoka. It's you fantastic. Are, you're gonna be so sad, but the emotional payoff at the end is amazing. Just don't watch the third movie because you're gonna be like, why? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go, chat. There we go. Oh, Peter Aguilar says, Emma, can we all take in the fabulousness of Tuxedo Comments transformation? Oh, <laughs> my God. So when it happened, wow. I was like, did he just transform? I always assumed he was just going to pop into his closet like yeah. Superman style. Like, that cape, it, it's like, it defies physics. Yep. It's like, it was a beautiful fan. Yep. And his face was there, and he's like, Da-da-dum. I know. Then I'm like the castanet, <laughs> which, by the way, that I could have done with like eight more minutes of this transformation. Yes. I would have loved like a full sequence, like yeah. sparkly body, a full sequence, like once or twice in the '90s anime. Yeah, but do you remember mm-hmm. how that sequence ends, Megan? So he has this full the transformation hat. sequence. Oh, the hat. Yeah, he yeah. The hat no, no, no. But the, no, no, no. He doesn't. This is the best part. He goes through this whole transformation sequence. First of all, in the '90s anime, in the beginning, he it's implied. Yeah. It is implied yeah. that he doesn't know he's tuxedo mask. It's not implied. It is very obviously stated. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, the, he's got a personality disorder, but yeah. you know, still love him. Yeah, he just he just like hulks out basically <laughs> and turns into tuxedo mask when Sailor Moon is in danger. So he goes oh, through this man. whole. Don't even start when he was chic, right? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> the I'm moon, a tree no, no, the moonlight no. night. Uh, no. yeah. We're just gonna yes. pretend that did not happen. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> So, oh, sorry, I'm blushing. It's okay. Uh-huh. No, it's like the it's like the most inconvenient form of like narcolepsy. Yeah, just like somebody else is in danger, and then you're out for like two hours so, until they're safe. So the tuxedo mask transformation sequence in the '90s. He goes through this whole transformation sequence. He's in 
his tuxedo. He just doesn't have his hat yet. And he stands with his arm out to the side. It seems very clear that the hat is going to fall into his hand. He's going to put it on his head. No, it falls onto his head. And his hand is just out there like a doofus. (laughs) Oh, man. It's literally, it literally looks like it looks like this is a, a a transformation sequence that is happening on stage, like in a play, and he forgot his hat and said that he was supposed to do a thing with it, but some stagehand realized he didn't have his hat. The stage manager, the stage manager's on it. Climbed into the raft. Yep. supportive he was where he's like no you you need to fight I know, I know. this is bad I know this is bad right well, now and you're I, my little warrior go get him and I like I feel like I'm giving her away at the altar yeah. <laughs> and I like in the battle I liked that um we also saw him make the decision to be like the tough parent you know what I mean because yeah. he's usually the one that's like it's okay to so let me give you a hug and he wanted to he wanted to go comfort her and he's like no, Chibi yeah, Usa. Yeah. Clenched his fist. You're ready like, to nope. fight. You've got to be tough, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it was great. But yeah, time to be the coach. Beautiful mm-hmm. transformation sequence. Could have watched uh, an, a full, a full transformation sequence with yeah. this. It would have been great. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, in, I think in response to me talking about the hand <laughs> just being out there <laughs> like a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Harukaru in the chat says, uh, Emma, Tani threw her mask, though. That was in, um, so in the Seram Yu, the new ones, that the, the Takarazuka alumni ones where all the cast members are women, the woman right. who plays Tuxedo Mask, uh, Yugi Yamato, also known as Tani, um, she doesn't, well, like, she wears a mask when she comes on stage and then just throws it. Uh-huh. That sounds lovely. Yeah, because you don't want to hide that beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know who I am. And yeah, let's yeah. do this. Secret identity. What's that? It's yeah, <laughs> but I did. I did like too that right after, like in that moment, Chibiusa had a real moment of strength where she was like, "I'm ready to fight. I'm not going to cry anymore." Uh, you know, Hotaru gave her life for me, and I can't let that be in vain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when they show, then when they show up to the battle, first of all. Chibiusa does a great job with pink sugar heart attack, as we previously discussed. Yeah. But I love that Mamoru got super 90s, where he basically was like, believe in yourself, Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, yeah. did. he showed up, and it was like, first of all, I was like, oh, man. Because when, when Chibiusa flies off to go yeah, take part in the battle, off. and he's still standing there, and he's like, you know, I, I'm going to go out there, too. And then he transforms or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Tuxedo Mask can't fly. And then it's like, no, no, he can fly. He yeah. Can yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was his evolution. He, it's you know he he also got I'm filled. Sure he, like uh-huh. have him having to run across the city like yeah. Captain America and the Avengers. Yeah, well let's yeah. let's not forget his powers during the first uh, was it first two seasons or the second season? Smoking what tuxedo the smoking Tuxi- bomber? Yeah, uh, I'm really hoping that that comes back because mm-hmm. in the ne- spoilers in the next manga act he uses that and we haven't seen that in the new animation yeah, style there's, so like so. there's a question for oh, us on, okay. on the hashtag Twitter from cool. Ashley Elkins Since okay Mamo said that he felt more powerful do you think we will see a new attack from him instead of being on the sideline yeah tuxedo so, the smoking uh, bomber too <laughs> <laughs> Tuxedo Final Flash. Right, <laughs> Tuxedo yeah. Final nice. Flash. Uh, yes, he's going to throw 18 roses, and it's going to be super effective. Yeah, um, and they'll be like Sailor Uranus's um, planets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to turn into that. Or it's just a giant rose. Yeah, it's just yeah. one giant It'd be a giant rose. <laughs> hey, I would be on board with it. I'm not going to lie. I love and, the- and then the petals come off, and they're razor sharp. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then basically, you know, Chibiusa shows up to the fight and we're all like, we're going to combine our powers and go totally super Sailor Moon on this bad guy. And uh, uh, somebody brought up the, the scene of like, so basically the Outer Guardians throughout all of this have essentially used their talismans to create a barrier to prevent the Omega Zone from expanding because as we find out, from Crazy Mistress Nine as she's going through her body horror transformations. Yeah, her David Cronenberg-esque <laughs> transformation. Basically, oh, we find out that Pharaoh 90, his plan isn't to, like, conquer the Earth. It is to become the Earth. Like, he's gonna, like, wear the Earth as a skin 
and then continue to conquer more planets. Yeah. It's like from second home planet to this would be home, this would be me. Yeah. No, this is yeah. me now. Which I have to say, um, I'm guessing the barrier had to go into the earth too. Because yeah. wouldn't he just, you know, like prison break that mess? Yeah, no, I feel right I, I feel like the talismans can barrier their way down to the yeah. core of the earth. I was gonna say something, but it's about future I mean, stuff in I mean, that we'll just, find out in the dream he arc. Just can't make it through concrete. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe what? that's it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like he can make it through like space and time. That's no problem for him. But like concrete, jeez, oh, 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 haven't man. run into this before. Concrete no. and asphalt never <laughs> only exists on the earth, oh, and he's like, man. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> There's um, so much of the earth I can't touch. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah. So basically, like the the outer century are all kind of containing that Mistress 9 and Pharaoh 90 and all the the Tau Nebula. Which, Uh not gonna lie, seeing the Mugen Academy actually, like, break apart, it was like, whoa, it exploded. Yeah, with, with, you know, they were in it. There's a, uh, just to, we'll we'll continue with where I was going with this uh, in just a second, but because of the delay in the chat, uh, we got some great suggestions for Tuxedo Mask's new uh, attack. Uh, First of all, uh, Stoic the D says, I just want the Shitano, and I agree. Last Haven 7 says, Shitano, I want to see them again soon. Uh, I would also like that. Remember, they are pet rocks for uh, Mamoru now. They live in his pocket. He can call them whatever. (laughs) He wants to I know. Advice, and we've seen them once. I feel like That's they're being true. underutilized. That's true. 100%. <laughs> but uh, Peter Aguilar says, Tuxedo La Kamehameha. Yes! <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Perfect. Yep. You, oh win. My you yeah. win. You yep. win. Uh, and uh, I love that. I'm all about that. I just really needed everybody to know about that. Uh, <laughs> the outer end. Oh, Jonathan Ofala says, uh, the Outer Senshi Barrier reminded me of X, uh, which is a, a manga by Clamp. Uh, there was also a movie, which is terrible, and a TV show, which is slightly less terrible, but none of them are as good as the manga, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, if you guys listened to Love and Justice, we had a whole episode where basically we just talked about X the entire time. I was like, uh, you should maybe read that before you listen to this episode of the podcast. Spoiler? Major spoilers. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so they're like containing uh, um, the uh, the Omega Zone, and then in the end, you know, now now we've all come together again, and we can combine our powers to make the chalice appear and let uh, Sailor Moon transform into Super Sailor Moon. And there was there was a very funny like animation panel. So it's like this beautiful shot of all the Outer Senshi with their talismans being like, "Yeah, yeah. we got this." And there's just it's like, like extended, <gasps> yeah, arms. yeah. And then there's just like weird images of the girls with no eyes. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, like, because uh, you know when we see the no eye thing, it's like, oh my god, their energy's <clears throat> been sucked out so much, or they're experiencing so much emotion that w- it has to shut down. Like, yeah, so Shibiusa like, coming into the fight, and you can't see her express. You know, you can't see her eyes right after mm-hmm. she uses pink sugar heart attack. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a good use of that. Right, yeah, totally. that's a great use of that. While with right this, here, where it's a positive thing, where it's like them, you know, using their energy mm-hmm. towards it, it. It took me aback for a sec. I was like, whoa, whoa, are they all gonna like fall? out of the sky right now like are they drained to that point but then it yeah. wasn't that so no that was that was an interesting yeah no it was use. it was odd it was very odd animation yeah. overall i thought the animation actually was pretty good in this episode like better mm-hmm. than it's been in the last couple episodes except for a few glaring screens that being one of them <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that, that freeze foot frame, uh, yeah, it was, it was certainly interesting. I mean, I under, this is the thing, I understood the intent, and I liked them all, like, being like, we are giving our powers to you, Sailor Moon, but just some of the... But it, it was the wrong use of it. It was... Of the lack of eyes. I agree. Um, if, if, you know, Mama-chan did a nosebleed, you know, I know what that nosebleed means. It doesn't mean an actual nosebleed. So it's like, use it the way that it's supposed to be Yeah, and I was gonna say, and, and, and Last Haven 7 points out, to be fair, the no-eye thing was straight out of the manga, which is absolutely true. I was gonna say, because I was watching it, and I was, I I was looking at it, I'm like, that's, that's a... In an interesting way, because but I was like, but I bet that as a still frame in the manga, it looks really it looks cool. Just fine. Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks really cool in the manga. It, yeah, yeah. For but, some reason, for some reason, with the animation, even if they had just like turned them a little more, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the thing is, is that like this this is a great example of how something going straight from the page to the screen 
there sometimes things can get lost in translation. Mm -hmm. So, like, keep that in mind whenever you see, like, an adaptation of, like, a comic book becoming a movie. It's like, yeah, um, yeah, keep in mind, things things have to be tweaked every now and then because sometimes things look really great when they're on a flat page, but not as good when they're projected onto another flat surface. Yeah, 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 totally. I I totally agree with you. I I do want to say something, though. I mean... Mm -hmm. Okay, keeping in mind, Sailor Moon has gone through the ish, right? I mean, right. we're we're talking, even if we don't count 90s, well, yeah. obviously we can't for Sailor Moon Crystal, um, right. but she has been through her paces, and she's, you know, earned this whole super mm-hmm. Sailor Moon mm-hmm. thing. Totally. And then you have Chibiusa, where she's now super, I'm, I'm sorry, was it super Sailor? Chibi Moon. Thank you. Uh, super Chibi Moon. Uh, and it's like... Can you even imagine how powerful she could be at the same age as yeah. Usagi? Yeah. It's like I she the well, I just would got chills. <laughs> she's she's this old and she can do sailor well, super status? To be fair, she is 900, but... Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But I was going to her- say she's on the fast track, but that's the opposite of it. Yeah. Her and timing I, didn't really kick in yeah. until, like, this I was gonna past say, season. And I think that's why it doesn't bother me, and or, or anybody even, that, like, she is able to get to that super level so quickly. It's because she, for so long, like, basically thought she was a squib. Aww. You know? For, for like... Yeah. Nine centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. she never and she never matured into adulthood. And I mean, Mm-mm. talk about how frustrating that must be. So it's I I actually really like that her powers progress at such a rapid rate. Well, they say that you learn quicker and easier if you uh, deal with more experienced people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, she's she's hanging with the sailor guardians. Yeah. She's seeing everything that's getting done. So she's like, oh wait, I do have that power. I can't tap into it. And then, it. and yeah. then hanging out with the uh, with the outer sense, she getting helicopter rides and stuff. Seriously, I mean that's <laughs> got to rub off on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you can fly, why do you need a helicopter? Uh, you know, status. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they can't. Status. This is the thing. It's like you're. It's like. Haruka and Michiru can't just go like flying around Tokyo, like just <laughs> soaring. Nilly, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, totally. They yeah. They're like, I'm flying this helicopter because I can fly this helicopter. Exactly. exactly. I mean, if you have patrons. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but those patrons. Does, does anybody? Whenever to get back to uh, Super Chibi Moon, um, the anytime like the the two legendary silver crystals uh, arise oh, together, you... or like in this. This particular case, the like the two holy grails. I was like, if they touch, I, <laughs> is that gonna like implode? Yeah. Is this gonna, it's gonna be like a time cop thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're just well, gonna. I remember Prince Demand in the future. He was like, I'm gonna touch these two silver crystals together, and, and they're it's like, gonna no. explode everything. You're right, Megan. Yeah. Good, so good when, when the second matter. grail appeared, that, so close you know, to the other one, I was like, maybe this maybe, is a, maybe a yard. This is the thing, though, is that. Uh, is uh, that Demond had Usagi's silver crystal and Neo Queen Serenity's silver crystal? Okay, so Chibiusa is was separate. The same. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chibiusa is her own silver crystal generated by her own soul that runs on the power of her heart. So <laughs> she is rolling in terrifying how powerful she is. Yeah, I'm so glad she's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. no, totally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it ends with the two of them being. Supers and they're gonna combine their powers and save the day. Yep, and everything we'll will be happy forever. Uh huh. Yep, but oh. this is Sailor Moon, so uh, yeah. And there is no ice cream. Show. Yeah, no, no, no. And there's a couple more episodes, so uh, yeah. About how many more do we get for this season? Is there like maybe? Uh, uh, two, two more episodes. Two more. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. gonna more. say. How, I mean, we're we're near the end. Oh, I know. Oh, so sad. So sad. Uh, anyway, uh, and then Unicorn Dream Prince. I'm yeah. kidding. Well, I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> yes, but. Yes. <laughs> That's but. that's what I that's what I will that's what I'll say to that. It, you will find uh, everybody that has not read the manga that once we do get into the next season of Crystal, the dream arc is it's very different than the okay. way they did it in the nineties anime. Which will be interesting. Yeah. I love surprises. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to reading uh, season three yep. now. Yep. Now that we're yeah. after after yeah. we finish, and then I I will read. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. I will say the uh, uh, the dream arc uh, for one. Spoilers, huge difference. The outer century are in it. 
Hooray! Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Like yeah. that. So, anyway, uh, let's uh, roll into uh, some quick predictions before we start to uh, wind things down here, shall we? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> light show is just the best. I know, it's yeah. great. See, this is good with the with the green because like we're under threat of alien invasion always in Sailor Moon, so it's like really appropriate. <laughs> well, and the spooky music, there's a ghost in this episode, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so I I feel I don't want to sound too much like a broken record, but mm-hmm. I think next week is the week <laughs> we're finally going to get Sailor Saturn. Oh, gee, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I feel bad because I said that last week. And yeah, we didn't get it yet. Yeah, but no, we will. We know that we will. Because yeah. it's, it's in the intro. <laughs> and That's Because true. she's Sailor Saturn. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the next one's going to be Sailor Saturn. Uh, but at the very end, I think we're going to get yeah. some really good battle sequences. Um, I think maybe we'll get, um, you know, a hurt tuxedo mask. We haven't no. had that in a while. I know. Or a brainwashed tuxedo mask. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I think Tux. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna hit I think he's gonna take a couple of hits for them. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna do that. Um I think we might get some barrier broken. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that for the next mm-hmm. one. So a lot of danger and then Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, uh, I again this the, a lot of dark stuff in this episode, but I I think the climax of this particular arc in the '90s anime was maybe the darkest thing Sailor mm-hmm. Moon has ever done. Um, yeah, and, yeah. It, I mean, definitely this was one of the first times that because I, I, I you know I, I've been rewatching the '90s anime as well that I I feel like they really embraced the very kind of dark storytelling of the manga. I mean, even though in the freaking first story arc in the 90s anime, they killed off all of the inner guardians yep, and yet yeah. somehow that, that happened. and yet somehow that wasn't like as dark and traumatizing as the stuff that's happening in this season when really only at this point like Mistress 9 and by Association Hotaru has died. Yeah. Um, so and Professor Tomoe. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Professor Tomoe. Well, he seems maybe just unconscious it's, at this point in the nineties anime. <laughs> yeah, it's oh funny. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's still alive. He, yeah, he's that's far right, because, happier because and, baby Hotaru. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But yeah, and then this one it seems a lot more focused on like the body horror aspect mm-hmm. of things, which is super no. dark. But the yeah. other one, it like the interpersonal drama, like. There was just a lot more yelling and crying and re- and people getting yeah. really severely beaten. It was very very dark. And so seeing this episode, I'm like, okay, we're we're getting to that point, yeah. but it's too early for things to just be done and resolved. Yeah. So we're we've got a little bit of a uh, trek to go, guys. Oh, and I I want some more sacrifice. I want no. I want oh. I want Michiru. You are gonna not be Michiru disappointed with to take to take a hit. To take a hit for Haruka. I've already had to watch I Pluto to die. A- I don't want to have to watch Pluto die yeah. again. No, yeah. I'm saying Sailor Neptune. Oh, no. She's, Listen, she's guys. Gonna, she's going to All I'm something. saying is that, like, being besties with Chibiusa is very hazardous to your health. It's because, like, like, Sailor Pluto died last time. Oh, yeah. Sailor it's a Sa- big target. Yeah, Hotaru <laughs> just bit the dust. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely not. Oh, Shaded Gamer says no more sacrifice. <laughs> Opposite of that. And, of course, everybody's wanting there to be a transformation, transformation sequence for Sailor Saturn. I um. don't know that we I, I don't I don't think appropriate I was gonna say I don't right know here. that it will make sense in this season but I certainly hope in the event and I assume we are in fact getting the dream arc though I don't think it's a hundred percent confirmed and if it is we certainly don't know exactly when we're gonna be getting that storyline mm. it would make sense to have her transformation sequence in there I don't know that it makes sense in here yeah. I certainly I don't care if it doesn't make sense we need it <laughs> here's my thing we need it I certainly won't be disappointed if it happens, <laughs> I also won't be disappointed if it doesn't happen because I am confident that it will happen down the line. I, again, I think it would be out of place here mm-hmm. and borderline mm-hmm. inappropriate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. given the, the again, the darker nature of this particular Sure, arc. sure. But again, further on down the line, if we happen to get it, yeah, sign mm-hmm. me up because these transformation sequences are fantastic. They really I, are. I think we're going to get it because we need it because it's the <clears throat> only thing that will take out um, 
Well, mm-hmm. you know, it, the only thing that take out Master Pharaoh 90, and I was about to say Mistress 9, and there was <laughs> some 90. way. Mistress 90. <laughs> I think that's the only thing that's going to stop this force that can mm-hmm. actually envelop planets. Yeah. We need Sailor Saturn. Well, she's coming for sure. We, we know yeah, that she's yeah. going to be there, yeah. but like in terms of the transformation sequence itself, like yeah. being all, you know, right. Saturn that's what I'm saying. Makeup, like, yeah, yeah. like that, Saturn that would feel real out of place. I, I agree with you, Megan. Well, I, she won't say moon crisis. Um, well, she won't say moon crisis anyway. <laughs> right. She won't yeah. shout out her transformation, no, but we might but see we'll, her. We'll see her like, we'll say bait and we'll see that, that happens. Though. That sight though. And then, like, no eyes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, Yes. Uh, So we have two new iTunes reviews. Actually, technically, we have three new iTunes reviews, but one of them is a double post from someone, and it's entitled Shout Out to Emma, so, like, I'm fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, first we have uh, I'd Be Lost Without This Show by Ash McElk. Uh, I've been going back and forth, binge-watching Sailor Moon Crystal, then this after show, and I'm finally caught up now. I am looking forward to being able to watch the next show live. Yay! I would be totally confused on a few things without this show. I love that y'all clarify what happened in Sailor Moon Crystal, and y'all are always fun and entertaining to watch. Uh, And then the other one is shout out to Emma uh, from Pink A. Uh, Five stars. They're all five stars. Uh, I have loved Sailor Moon since 1995, and watching your show is as if I'm with a group of friends just chatting about the senshi world. It's like it's an everyday thing. I am your new loyal fan. Uh, Emma, girl, thank you so much for admitting that you shed tears watching PGSM, the live action series. I absolutely love that show and still cry when I watch it. Seriously, I I ugly cry when the girl shouts, see you again at the end. Love it. Aww, I feel you. I feel you, Pink A. I have a lot of, I have a lot of feelings about um, uh, PGSM, and it's a really great show. And a lot of um, feelings about Sailor Moon in general. And I just want to say that this episode, which was so much about a little girl discovering how powerful she was when she realized that she felt love is just such an important message. And especially because it is certainly implied that, that, that it is a romantic love mm-hmm. for Chibiusa. It just felt like this was the episode we needed at this time that we're going through uh, in the States right now. I'm sure many of you uh, heard about the tragic shooting that happened at uh, Pulse in Orlando, which is a, a a gay club, which Kia, you've actually been there before. Yeah, Orlando is my hometown. Yeah. And uh, so I just, I, Sailor Moon is, it's so, like the world would just be a better place <laughs> if everyone kind of, was more like Usagi because ultimately, you know, the character of Sailor Moon is that is her power is literally love. She is powerful because she is compassionate and she is kind. And ultimately, especially in this season where it is a lot about the conflict between sort of the the ideals of Usagi and that the inner guardians have all come to learn through her versus the outer guardians who, you know, initially set out wanting to kill a child because they see that as the only way to prevent history from repeating itself. And ultimately, they don't kill her, and they hesitate in that scene when they're outside in the bushes spying on her because Usagi's attitude of, like, compassion and love and and just trusting in the goodness of people and trusting that people, even if they aren't good, can change, like, that affects them and that affects everybody, and I just... I just really think that the world uh, would be better if we all just kind of subscribe to the religion of neo-queen serenity. (laughs) (laughs) You know, eventually we do. Eventually we have to for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. So everybody gets a little more soggy in their lives. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right, though. This this was the episode we needed after this weekend. And if there's anything we need to be reminded of after after something like this, it's that love will always conquer. That's what Sailor Moon is about. It's about Mm -hmm. the power of many people loving together, coming together to empower this ultimate being of love and compassion to save the universe. I'm getting choked up, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I just I felt like I wanted no, to to uh, say that again. And, this yeah. it, it's an important thing to remember because when stuff yeah. like this happens, you it's so easy to fall back on hate and sorrow and anger and yeah. you know all of those things that end up like being misguided and misdirected into negative things. But like love is ultimately the thing that will get us through this. Yeah. It is. So, yep. Uh, there's a there's a there's many ways that you can help out uh, with Orlando. There's a I think there's a GoFundMe right now specifically for Pulse, the uh, nightclub that the um, yeah. shooting happened at. So I, I certainly intend to uh, donate some money to that. And um, I know uh, this sort of like re- uh, in regards to somewhat relevant to this show. Uh, so Todd Haberkorn, who's the voice of Jedi in the Viz dub of Sailor Moon, just launched his website. And for the week, he's basically donating all proceeds from any merch and stuff that he sells on there to some sort of relief for Orlando. So that basically, there's there's good good people in the world, and there's lots of ways that you can help out, and you should do that. We should all just love each other and support each other mm-hmm. and... That's how I'm going to end this episode. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Exactly. So, uh, yes, guys, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for watching and and listening to my little uh, love rant there. Uh, Megan (laughs) Salinas, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TheManguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for The Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I did a review for The Conjuring 2, so if you're pondering about whether or not to go see that, go check that out. Markia McCarty. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Markia McCarty, M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Also on Snapchat, uh, Darth Thin Mints, uh, like Vader and um, Brownie Scout cookies. <laughs> uh, and then if you enjoy live comedy, uh, on the 18th of this month, I have my monthly show with Essence Improv. We are black females doing comedy at Impro Studio. It's $5 and it's in Hollywood. I'll put it on my Twitter. It's so good, guys. I've been making so many times. Uh, and then also tomorrow I'll be uh, with Big Yellow Taxi, which is Taxi Cab Confessions Meets Improv at the Pack Theater, which is a free show. Pay what you can. That'd be tomorrow, 8 p.m. in Hollywood. And I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at Emma Fife, my name. Uh, you can also, of course, find me on my other Sailor Moon podcast, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. If you look up Sailor Moon in the podcast section of the iTunes store, we swap back and forth this show and our show being the number two result. Sailor talk. You haven't been active in many years. Uh, also, if any of you guys are in the uh, Las Vegas area, come see me this weekend at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. I will be there with Lola and Kelby. Uh, we'll be doing a panel and I'll be doing all kinds of panels and just generally running around like a crazy person trying to make programming run smoothly. Thank you again so much to everybody for joining us remember you can always use that hashtag ABTVSMC to talk to us throughout the week and uh, we will be back next week bye guys Bye. from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Love is love. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 